We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So the Baltimore Ravens basically said, go out and see what the market will pay you. Let the market mediate our little disagreement here because we'd like you back. And we've made you multiple offers, but you're not taking any of the offers. And you're proposing a different kind of deal. He's wanted a fully guaranteed contract all along. Adam Schefter on the Lamar Jackson saga. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. Good morning. I'm going to go to the Western Hotline, talk a little bit about Lamar. To another team that, uh, well, not as bad as the Bills. I've been, of course, ranting and raving about receiver for a while in... Baltimore. I'm sure they're having lots of conversations about receivers that they've given to Lamar Jackson. And uh, joining us on the Western Hotline to talk about the latest with Lamar is former Buffalo television anchor and now sports reporter WMAR in Baltimore, Sean Stepner. Sean, good morning. What's up, boys? My first question to you is, where is Howard and is he listening? Uh, he's in Florida now that he's uh, oh, r- retired, or at least not doing this anymore. Eating strawberry I, shortcake. Yes, I know he's in Florida. Is he listening? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. But uh, he, <laughs> I was about to say, he's in a better place now, in that better place section, <laughs> Florida. Well, uh, you guys, during my you know eight and a half years uh, at, at Channel 7 and living in Buffalo, you guys were uh, amazing radio each and every morning. I tuned in, entertaining, informative, and uh, congrats to Howard. How's yeah. it going? Very good. It's it's going well. Um, let's toss a quick thought in on hockey before we get to Baltimore, uh, before we get to the Ravens, because your Caps, who didn't win a Stanley Cup, so all's got to be gravy. A little bit of a fade on their season, eh? Yeah, yeah. They uh, they had a little bit of a hot streak midway, and uh, it's been all downhill. The trade deadline, you know, they were – uh, they were sellers, but they weren't fire sellers. If you, if you can kind of catch my drift, I mean they they were were selling at the deadline for the first time in what like 15 years. I mean it's been a while. Um, and but but what they did was they they kind of got rid of expiring contracts. They they realized where they are in the standings. The math didn't help them. Um, and they they got younger. I mean they got rid of Orlov, Eller, Gustafson, Johansson, Hathaway. Um, but they brought in Rasmus Sandin, a young defenseman from Toronto who, you know, wasn't really meshing with the Leafs. And, I mean, he, he's had a couple of great games since coming over. And, you know, they're 3-3 three and three since they started making these deals. Um, you know, the, the Orlov and uh, Hathaway deal with Boston was the first one. They're 3-3. Three and three. You know, it's definitely an uphill climb for them to make the playoffs. But... Anything's really possible. I mean, um, I think everybody in that mix, I think the Sabres have a phenomenal chance 
um, down the stretch. But, you know, the thing working against the Sabres is they've, they've never done it before, right? They, they've never, you know, gotten over that hump with this group, uh, and it's been a while. Um, you know, and the thing that's, that's working in the Caps' favor is, is you know, they, they have the experience. You know, they're, they're goalie. He hasn't performed, you know, over the top this year in Kemper, but, you know, he, he won a Stanley Cup last year. He knows right now it's time to turn it on, and, and so do a lot of the guys there. But um, it's not looking good but there's still hope. Hmm. Sean Stepner joining us on the Western Highlands. Sabres play in Dallas tonight, but we got you on, Sean, to talk about Lamar. So non-exclusive franchise tag. He can negotiate with other teams. That's not clear it's going to happen yet. We had a number of teams say they're out. There are still other candidates that could. So um, what do you anticipate happens when we get to Monday when it comes to Lamar Jackson? So first of all, um, there's a. I just saw a tweet, a report by Tom Pelissero that a memo was sent out to the NFL clubs reminding them that Monday is only the legal tampering period for unrestricted free agents, which means that the players on the franchise tag, including Lamar, do have to wait until Wednesday when free agency opens. So now he has to wait two more days. Um, so, look, I mean, it is – it is uncharted territory, and this is a, a pivotal moment in Ravens franchise history. Really, I think maybe NFL history. I, I don't know if that's going too far, but you know, a player of this magnitude um, doesn't have an agent, obviously looking for more than Deshaun Watson and guaranteed money, and he can't get it done with the Ravens. And they've been you know, hammering at this for the better part of two years. And uh, it was a complete shock that not that he was franchise tag, but it was not exclusive because you risk losing Lamar Jackson for two first round picks. That is, um, you know, criminal when it comes to a front office in the National Football League. You know, if they lose Lamar for two first round picks, there will be um, there should be some firings. <laughs> you know, there will be rioting by by Ravens fans. So, but I think what they're banking on is, is saying, look, Lamar, we obviously can't get something done, okay? Um, we are butting heads. I, you know, maybe he's not budging. Maybe the, the, the Ravens aren't budging. Who knows? But they're saying, look, go out there. In my opinion, I think they're saying, look, go out, try and find your, your guaranteed money more than Deshaun. Go, go, go see. And they're banking on them that, that, that other NFL teams are not going to offer that, and he's going to come back to the Ravens and um, you know maybe maybe work something out. But you know there's so many possibilities too. I mean a sign and, sign and trade isn't out of the question. I mean it was when when it came down that it was a non-exclusive franchise tag. I think you know Ravens fans were a shocked and b um, filled with anxiety because it's all up in the air now. That's one thing about it, like. They might be right, and of course they could match. I guess, Sean, the thing I wondered about Lamar and the Ravens here was a lot of reports that the relationship is so fractured or in such a bad spot that the non-exclusive, I think, would have made that worse. Sure, he can go out and try and find something, but it ends up being significantly less money than the other franchise tag, and especially if it ends up being franchise tagged in back-to-back situations i think i saw the difference over two years is almost 30 million dollars yeah um you know i i don't think lamar likes what the ravens did you know i 
I saw someone joking that they're just trolling him now, trying to, you know, hit the open market, negotiate with like five teams at the same time with no agent. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, the ultimate troll job. But no, you're right. I mean, is this relationship salvageable? And when it gets down to it, you know, you you have to hope that Lamar, of of course, he's getting – help and advice from the players association who i think might be treating lamar like you know the 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 test guinea pig right i mean like they want to up the market for future quarterbacks for future players they want more guaranteed contracts like this um but yeah i mean is is it salvageable is lamar upset I, i i do think he's upset and that's why the ravens threw up their hands and said, we can't get a deal done and we're going to let you test the open market. But they're walking a very fine line because if they lose them for just those two picks, it's, it's, it's bananas. Is there a team that scares you for that could come forward and give him what he wants? I saw Matthew Barry write about hearing at the combine, people wondering about Washington. They might be out, but Daniel Snyder, one last middle finger to the rest of the owners. Is there even if it's Washington, is there a team that you think about of who, like they might be the ones that just do it? So first of all, I, I thought that exact same thing about Daniel Snyder. You know, I, you know, growing up, I, I grew up right outside DC. I grew up a Washington fan. When I moved to Buffalo, I kind of fell out of love with, with Washington just for like their record and their ownership situation. And I was, you know, watching Bill's games at one o'clock and not, you know, Washington games. So I kind of fell out of love with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, he could totally stick it to, to the rest of the league saying, Hey, enjoy this, enjoy the, the, the guaranteed uh, money for, uh, for quarterbacks now, but you know, to the point of right after the news came down that he was getting the non-exclusive tag, you saw all of these teams leaking to reporters that they're out, right? Like the Falcons and the Panthers and I guess the Jets, you know, the Raiders, uh, does anybody like legitimately believe that that's that they're actually not going to talk to Lamar Jackson? I mean, seriously, the, uh, the next time you know the 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 NFL owners tell, you know go out um, on their own and tell their 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 beat reporters to kind of report this, you know, you know that that'll be the first time they're telling the truth. I don't think I think it's a smokescreen. I I think anything's in play. I mean, you know. I do think the the Falcons, it's going to be very tempting for the Falcons. I think he's a perfect fit there. You know, the Jets, if they don't land Rodgers, of course, today's reporting is that, you know, he, he's, you know, Rodgers is close to the Jets, and that's got to make Bills fans just kind of shake a little bit. Um, what about the Colts? You know, Jim Ursay is a wild card all the time. They have the number four pick. Um, but you look at, you know, the, the, the Dolphins, they, I think the, the 49ers don't have a first-round pick, correct? They gave it to the Rams, I think. Um, the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick, so they would have to wait until after the draft to sign him because they would have to give him the, their next first-round pick. I mean, I, I think all options are on the table. I mean, I don't, think, I don't know why anybody is just kind of poo-pooing some teams away because they said, we're not going to do it. I, I really think that he's, he's going to talk to a lot of teams out there, and, and maybe, maybe he does stick it to the Ravens and, and sign with another team. It would be more interesting, I think. No offense to the Ravens. It would be it would just at least yeah. be juicy. At this point, you know, looking at it from an outsider's standpoint, like Lamar just fine. And I'm not sure how Bills fans feel about the Ravens as an AFC threat. Not yet. Not like on the level of 
Bill or as uh, Chiefs and Bengals and you know some up and comers. I mean, Lamar's definitely um, a factor. I just I find it juicy the idea he could go somewhere else. You know, whether it's Atlanta, Detroit, get him out of the AFC. Um, is there any scenario where they would take the two picks? Is it and poison pills in contracts are not allowed anymore? You can't even put them in. The only real poison pill you can put in would be guaranteed money. Would would be that an owner would decide. I just can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay that kind of money for this player. Um, yes, and and I'm no I'm no salary cap guru, so I apologize on that. But yeah, I mean, you know, the Falcons. I, I think the Falcons, from from what I understand, are like the most likely team to offer like a front loaded, guaranteed, you know, contract that that the Ravens couldn't match. But I'm telling you, if they, I don't think there's any way that they lose him for two first-round picks. I think, you know, if there's a sign-and-trade worked out, that's maybe the most likely scenario, but I, I, I just cannot see it. The Ravens' front office is too – you can talk about, like, their, their scouting and their drafting, specifically with wide receivers over the years. You can talk about that at length, but their, their front office is too savvy and has too good a reputation to go into this put the non-exclusive on them, and expect to lose them for two first-round picks. I mean, do you agree with me? I mean, the, the track record yeah. here, they, have ha- they, they had to speak to enough teams at the Combine, and, you know, you can call it collusion. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. It's very hard to prove that. But they must have talked to enough teams at the Combine to gauge what teams were thinking who would be willing to pony up on this kind of contract for Lamar and their diagnosis of the situation is that they either will be able to match it or be able to work out some other package where they'll get more than two first-round picks. Sean Stepner, WMAR in uh, Baltimore, talking to us about Lamar. Sean, thanks again for the time, as always. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be paying attention. We'll be interested. You got it, guys. Thanks. Sean Stepner on the Western Hotline. We had a hole-in-one at the 17th at Sawgrass. Yeah. Hayden Buckley. Yeah. First, uh, oh, no, that happened last year. Ish. Not a lot of them, though. They're showing the all of the aces yeah. throughout time, and there was like maybe 10 on that list. Hayden Buckley. I will say, I think he's the most excited I've ever seen a tour player for a hole-in-one. He cheered and he ran sh- and threw his hat. He should have jumped in the water. Has anyone ever jumped in? That you probably. Oh wait a minute. The main reason he can't. I was just about to go ahead. What is it? Is it alligators? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. I mean, it's Florida, right? It's water in Florida. Yeah, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any alligators there. No, the main reason is they played the back first. He has ten holes to go. Oh yeah, yeah you it's can't not, do that. You can't even walk right. eighteen wet. He's got to play the front nine still. One hole to go, maybe you do it. Right. You could. Although it's got to be chilly, everyone's wearing hoodies. Man, though you make, thing you you make a hole in one at Sawgrass at the players. You could you could deal with chilly for one hole. You the, a, the cat, the cat. You got a caddy. He, he's probably got an extra hoodie for you, right? Or need, you can go run and get you one. Gonna need a hoodie. Gonna need pants. Sure. Gonna need. Would he get like a penalty stroke? Is that like some yeah. PGA rule against you can't it? Can't jump in the water. No, you, you can't can, jump I mean, in the you water. You can stand and hit out of the water if you want to. Guys have fallen into the water. Yep. 
17. It's a heck of a hole. The one stream that I've got on my one monitor here is just 17. It's a good stream to have. Yeah. It's intense. 16, 17, 18. It's a great finishing three holes for, you know, somebody's Sunday got a one-stroke lead, especially 17. It's got to be the most... I don't know, it's going to be one of the hardest shots on tour. Not even necessarily hardest in terms of just landing it, but... I mean, it could roll off. It, it, they showed Tommy Fleetwood uh, landed it in the middle of the green, and he had so much spin on it, and not, not even like a crazy mount, that it rolled to the rough. And I was wondering the whole time, like, is this going to roll in the water? He landed it the middle of the green. Yeah. And there was a chance that it could roll in the water. Standing on that tee box with a one-stroke lead on a Sunday, thinking like, just find land. Just, just just don't be wet. Right. Yeah. Just find land. Yeah. 803-0550, Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe, watching the Players' Championship help you on our screen. And then uh, tonight, Sabres and Stars. Yep. You mentioned you don't have too much hatred for the Stars. Nope. They changed their logos and everything, too. It's just, it doesn't even look like the same team. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Their logo stinks. The D with the star. I mean, was it really good in the first place? I don't. It was better when it just said stars, and it was a. It's it's it, the D with the stars bad. I've never really thought of it as being I, that bad. I do like their neon jerseys, though. They have those ones that are like Ooh, neon they like, green. They glow in the dark. I do like those. I don't mind it. I mean, it's you know, it's the Dallas Stars. What else is it supposed to be? You get, get a star and you get the letter D in there's, there. What else do you want? There's a little bit of the flavor of the Dallas Stars. is a D and a star. The Buffalo Sabres is a Buffalo and Sabres. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Right. When, you, when you put it like that. All right, we'll get a break. 803-0552, join us. Rumors coming to plenty. Maybe we get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets by the end of the day. That looks to be close. John Rahm, nothing but pars. Five holes in. He is even on the back nine, five holes in. He's coming up to 17 pretty shortly, too, so... That group is who? Rom, Scheffler, and McElroy. That's good. It's pretty good. The three, the three favorites, yeah. all in the same group. Not bad. All right, eight hundred three hundred five fifty to chime in. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brady may go to Miami. I think that's in play. 
I do. I don't care. The possibility of him coming out of retirement is definitely 100% in play. Can you, you can sit there and look at the kitten tweet from yesterday. Don't buy that. This isn't me saying it. This isn't someone close to Brady. Like, it started with Rich Eisen. Eisen's out the Super Bowl. Multiple people. They yep. dropped the hints. This is Colin Coward. He knows the Fox people. I don't think he's going to call games. Scott Zolak, NBC Sports Boston. The thing about Brady in Miami, though, is you need Tua out of the way. Okay. Just, I'm just going to say something, but I feel like I would have been mean, Did just, mean to Tua. Just, just cut him? I was going to say just throw him aside. He's kind of small. Uh-huh. Is I'll that a good idea? To just get rid of Tua? His health is definitely Listen, a thing. I'll, I'll say this. What happened to Tua this year with regard to size would totally scare me off of Bryce Young. Really? Yep. Totally. Okay, but it's not like... I'm trying to think. Like, Kyler Murray, I guess, has had a couple of injuries, but Young is someone... Like, Tua, it's a combination of size, and he doesn't have the athleticism to escape. You could say that. He's just a sitting duck in the pocket. That's true. That's true. Young is not. But if we're talking about durability... Like, Lamar's getting durability questions right now. Right. And, right, it would scare me off him. The thing about it is... To what extent, right? To, like, to we, what you, extent? you might pick Anthony Richardson over him. Every other quarterback that is not too small, you can... Right or wrong, Joe, can I get the most out of Anthony Richardson? I don't know. We'll find out. I will. He will never get smaller. He will always be... Josh Allen is a good bet on raw tools because can I coach up the tools? He has the size. Bryce Young can never get it. It's a thing you can never, ever get. And with Tua, you know, he, he's taking judo to learn how to take falls better. Okay, if that makes a difference, then that helps. The sheer force with which he can be thrown to the ground is not the same as the force you can throw Josh Allen to the ground. It's just different. Right. You get Allen simply does not get thrown to the ground. And even if you tried to, he is what sixty pounds heavier. He's not going to be thrown as easy. So the Tua stuff, you know, I would have been someone to say, who cares how big a quarterback is? And then watching him get thrown around the way he did really would give me pause on drafting a quarterback because when you draft one that high, you're looking for an answer for five years, seven years, ten years, ideally fifteen years, and it will always be a threat. Will he be able to stand up to the punishment? No, you're right. Like Young has escapability, and Mahomes gets away from hits. And, and isn't part of Tua's thing that he? I mean, this is why. Isn't this why the is judo, jihitsu, whatever he's doing, isn't why he's trying to learn how to fall because he doesn't know how to get right. hit. Right. And on like his, he 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 kind of goes almost limp, and his head gets whipped back. Yep. It happened on the Milano hit, which did probably shouldn't have resulted in what it did. Right. It happened on the Patriots play where he's getting tackled from behind. He kind of spins into that concussion. Right. The only one that's really nasty is the Cincinnati one. Where he just gets lifted up and thrown and and whipped around, yeah. Mahomes is 6'2". I mean, he's not prototype size. He's only, that's two inches bigger than Tua, but how many more? I mean, Tua is slight. I mean, Mahomes got like 20 pounds on Tua. I mean... He get right. He gets thrown in a way that you don't see other guys get thrown. Yeah, but I, I do think part of that again is like Bryce Young. 
and Kyler Murray. Murray, his injuries have been knee injuries. Nobody ever gets to Murray. No, no right, exactly. And right. That's, no, no one gets a clean hand on him. And I'm not sure that's young to a T, but He's I don't... closer to that. You'd have to catch him off guard to, yep. to pop him the way Tua gets popped because Tua just, he can't get away from it. So... I, I get the point, though. You're right. Like, Richardson, Richardson has both. Richardson has the size and the mobility just, to get he, away from it. he might not be good. That's the right, thing. He, like, might, he might not be which good. Is, which is, at the end of the day, the most important thing. But Brady's 46. And is it crazy to say, but it might be true, that you might trust Brady at 46 taking the punishment if he has to take it more than Tua? Because they're going to play the same style, right? They yeah. are both, let, let me get the ball out as quick as possible. On the Brady point. If a team gets Brady, is that team, are the players excited about it? Yeah. Okay. No? I don't know. Last year in Tampa, he looked miserable. If you're an offensive lineman, I hope you're ready to get screamed at on the sidelines if he ever gets touched because he did that the whole year in Tampa. I get it, but I think there's some there's that aura that yeah. like they would all fall for it. Maybe in the moment, like That's as the season's right. progressing, they would like change their tune a little bit. I don't know, would, would, would the Dolphins players, would Tyreek Hill be mad if they moved Tua and they, they signed Brady? Well, I mean, he'd be going to a less accurate quarterback, according to Tyreek Hill. Tua's the most accurate quarterback he's ever played with. Here's what you do if you're Miami. You sign Brady, you play Tua to start the year, and then you put Brady in fresh and ready to go in December. <laughs> Tua might get hurt by that point anyway. You have Brady sitting there on the bench just, just for the playoffs, yeah. ready to go. Brady. It's true what Scott Zolak said there in the cut we had coming back. His his denial was that he got a kitten. <laughs> Let's all pause for a moment. And, and right. Howard, when we asked him, are you ever going to come back? He said, million, billion, trillion, zillion, million. Right. No, 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 no. Tom Brady's response to, I think Brady might come back, is like, guys, I just got a kitten. <laughs> right. What? Okay. It's the weakest defense ever. Yeah. Talk about not answering. Yep. You think you'll come back? <laughs> Me? I, you got a kitten, look, guys. Uh, I just ordered. Uh, I, I just started watching a new show on Netflix. No way. Just started, wa- started watching Outer Banks. He's yeah, only through season yeah. one. Yeah, I can't. I could possibly come back. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Tony Finau about to hit the seventeenth here. Speaking of which, you told me his shoes are worth checking out today. Yes. What's he got? I can only see black top, black pants. He's got. I think they look like Jordans. Oh yes, they are. I don't know if they are. They Style. look like they look like Jordans. They are. They're definitely shoes that like you wouldn't even think someone a casual golf fan wouldn't even think that they're golf shoes. Seventeen today's playing one twenty five. What's your club? On uh, one twenty five, probably I, just in general or this hole because there's water in front. Finau, wet water, wow. short. I think I'm going nine iron. What did you hit? Uh, well, when I played at the tees were back. I think it was like an eight for us. And okay. it, it'll be different. Did you go up a club to make sure you didn't go short into the water? Because nah. that, that would be part of my thought. Or you, you know what? Only time ever playing this hole. Are, are you kind of a, a coward if you just hit it into the rough behind the green? <laughs> no. Like, you, go go for the pin. This is the only time I'm ever going to play this. Let me go for the pin. Yeah. I don't know what it would have been. I feel like because there are different tee boxes where they are right now. I think is the farthest away. The tees go all the way up that left side by the by the stadium course. When, so when I played Sawgrass five, six years ago, it was the week after the tournament, too. All these uh-huh. stands were still up. Wow. So, you know, standing on this tee, looking around and imagining 
5,000 people watching you hit this shot is also intimidating. Right. Well, today, playing 125, I have to choke down a wedge a little bit. By the way, I shouldn't have said you... <clears throat> I forget the the shape of the hole. <coughs> shape Excuse of the me. hole is like a little bit of like a kidney bean You can't shape. really go long. No. And depending on where the flag is today, which it looks like it's tucked a little bit into the back right, but here's Patrick Cantley, 125. Cantley had that great battle with Bryson last year, one of the highlights of the golf year. Cantley on the green safely. CJ in Buffalo. What's up, CJ? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I got a question for you, Jeremy, and then one for Joe. So, Jeremy, uh, real quick, I know you were talking about uh, wide receivers and you're big on a wide receiver train. Um, how impo- what, like, what trumps what? Is it the play call and the use of, usage of the player? And I've called twice uh, this week in regards to just the, the utilization of our players. If we get a really dynamic receiver, fast receiver, it doesn't matter what type of receiver, Stefan Diggs was not utilized much in the fourth quarter or need to have down this year, play call-wise. It did not go to him. That frustrated him a lot because we always saw Stefan Diggs scream, give me the ball, I want the ball. And I think, I think Ken Dorsey's play calling doesn't – like it. It doesn't help us no matter what we get. If we get Hines, we don't run screens. McKenzie, we don't do jet sweeps, which is what he's good at. It's proven. You may want a player, but if we don't utilize them, those players, does it really matter? And then I'm going to go to Joe, and I'm going to say, Joe, uh, yesterday we talked, or Monday I called, and we, I talked to you and Sal in regards to the mindset and aggressive mindset. And I said, we don't have it on D-line or offensive line. Nobody scares you. And I know Sal said, like, he don't really think it matters. It's usually the the, well, the, the athletic ability. Let, yeah. me, let me get to the receiver point first. It always matters how good your receivers are. Always. And okay. if you think the Bills didn't throw it to Diggs enough, that's probably because other teams defended the Bills and thought, we only have to worry about one guy. We have to worry about Diggs. They don't worry right. about Gabe Davis. They don't worry about... I mean, Beasley, Brown. They, and they still threw it 154 times yep, at him, which yep. was one of the highest in football. So my answer is I'm going to get somebody else that's going to yeah. get the job done that they have to worry about. There's uh, there's an interesting piece here I found about um, Buffalo Rumblings wrote. Matt Perino, a couple tweets about this as well. Jordan Addison is said to be a first-round talent at receiver slot. I've seen multiple outlets say this would be a perfect fit for the Bills. He did not have a great combine. He ran a really slow 40. Which could be good. That's that's all you always have to remember that not running a good combine might just mean his draft stock slides a bit and you get a guy that if he had a good combine would have gone 12th and instead he goes 28th to you. But Jordan Addison's a good answer here. Addison said he crushed his interview with the Bills. Crushed it. He's also from Stefan Diggs' hometown and grew up watching him. So, okay. I mean not not that that has okay. to matter to the Bills, but I mean I'm on Jordan Addison I'm on Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm on Zay Flowers. I'm on Tyrell Scott. I'm on, I mean, you name it, just about everybody. I don't really think Quentin Johnston, but I just don't think he'll make it that far, and I'm not sure it's exactly the fit the Bills need. Um, but, you know, there's... So real quick, Jeremy. Yeah. So I I agree with you. I think you kind of looked at my question or comment the wrong way. So I'm saying, that does it trump it? Like, like if you get that player, how much does it matter, the talent-wise or the usage? For example, I know we talked about McCaffrey with you not so long ago, yeah. and you said, you know, the Bills' style doesn't really fit him. Like, that, that's what I mean. As far as getting somebody, yes, we'll have them, but well, here, here, we utilize them? Here's the answer, CJ. If you draft Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round, he's on your team for five years. 
if Ken Dorsey can't find a way to use him, he's gone in a year. Right. And that's the problem is it's the window as well. The, the moment also matters. And it's like, what do you do? Like, what matters? When we got Ken Dorsey, I think we, we hurt ourselves because we put a rookie offensive coordinator in a situation where he had to play chess with defensive coordinators that had experience. That's all I'm saying. I just think the coaches and, like, we take care of our guys, and it kind of hurts us because I don't know if we're thinking championship or culture and build our guys from the inside out. Hey, Josh Allen wants him. But do I stop Josh Allen from going back in the game with concussion, protect our players from themselves? I, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And as far as the mindset for the linemen for Joe, I know we talked about, you know, I, athletic trumps all. But the mindset, McCoy once said, you know, I'd follow incognito into a dark alley. You know, if you're a running back and you say, I need one yard, and they call and they call your number, what lineman on our, on our O-line would you follow? Like, like, just hey, look. I'm following you. I know you're gonna do something to get that, get that one yard. I'm, I'm just saying that I, that aggressiveness. Yeah. We don't have that. I don't know. I think the. My, my, I'll let you answer this, Joe. I think that the conversations about the Bills' offensive line have gone a little too far. Sure, they need help. They were not like the worst line in the league. No, they weren't. Dawkins had a rough game against Cincinnati. I, Spencer Brown. Has had issues. They like Bates. They like Morris. They like Dawkins. Saffold didn't go great. They're going to get at least one new starter or two new starters. It's not a total well, overhaul. Saffold was talking about like aggressiveness and like the the mean lineman. That was Saffold. That was his reputation. He's this mean run blocker that's going to run you down. And he stunk. Like he had the right mindset, but he wasn't good. So what what did it really help me? Spencer Brown is doing wrestling moves on Christian Wilkins in the playoff game against the Dolphins. He's like dropping the people's elbow on their defensive tackle. But he wasn't good at the end of last year. So how much did it help me? So I just think that's something people talk about. I, I can you pass block? Yeah. Deion Dawkins is not a mean offensive lineman, I don't think, by his reputation. Some of that might be how like charismatic he is off the field, but it, like he's their best lineman. Yeah, I'm glad you bring up like the meanness point. It's really funny because one of the things we learned about Von Miller this year, if you listen to Von's podcast, the Voncast, Von is n- the nicest player in the league, maybe, and maybe the most optimistic he player is in the league. So nice, and and he's the guy that's getting after Mahomes to yeah, win a game in Arrowhead. He is the Hall of Fame pass rusher. He's nice. He's not mean. You could be the nicest guy in the world, and if you rack up 24 sacks, that is way better than a mean guy that gets seven. You know, like Vaughn, when he gets held by a guy, he's this is one of the stories he relays in his podcast, he doesn't necessarily go to the official. He'll go to that guy and be like, hey, man, you, 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 you heads up there. You got me a little bit on the uh, – you were holding a little bit. Yeah. He's nice to the people. To, to, to this right tackle, left tackle, he's going around. I, and he says it works. Like The guy will be like, oh, yeah, my bad. And he'll stop holding. So right, insta- instead right. of complaining, Vaughn kills him with kindness. I don't it know. Just, it feels like a commentary I would hear from like Bill Cower. Guys that – coaches that are no longer coaching in the sport. That's it's kind of – it's not – I know you're not, that's not the whole point you're making, but it feels kind of archaic. That I've got to be this I, I would, mean, aggressive team in order to win. I'm not saying I can't have a couple yeah. guys like that. Um, I, I don't know. need my whole team designed around it. I, would, I don't think it's archaic, but I know what you mean. I, what I would say is, when you lose, being mean feels better. <laughs> you know, like, 
if the save the hardest working rather, team in hockey, yeah. if you go down swinging as opposed to like if you are well, wasn't that the Bills when they lost the AFC Championship game in Kansas City, the first year that they lost to Kansas City, wasn't there John Feliciano like he's mean like punching Chiefs linemen on the ground? Allen's like they were starting brawls in that in that game. Yep, I they were mean then, but they lost. How mean are the Chiefs? Chris Jones. That's that's always the right question. What anything we want to bring up about the Bills? Just compare it to the Chiefs. Are the Chiefs mean? I don't know. Is Chris, they, is Chris Jones mean? I don't. I don't know. They did completely revamp their offensive line, and are they about to do it again? Because Orlando Brown's not getting franchised. Yeah, and Frank Clark not being brought back. They so. have to sign. Is Andrew Wiley the right tackle a free agent? I think so. So yeah, they 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 might want to bring him back, but they only have two starters. I think signed. For next year. Quickly, Jay in a car before our next break. What's up, Jay? Hey guys, just real quick. I'm very concerned about the uh the holes that are, you know, rumored to be in the defense with the back end and the middle linebacker being gone. And uh, you know, if the reports out of New York are correct about Rogers coming in there, I mean, these things gotta be addressed or we're gonna get picked picked apart. I guess I defense me fence. Um, I would say defense me fence. You talk about the Jets here. I would say defense me fence. Except in terms of other teams catching the Bills, the Jets defense has done very, very well against the Bills. I think and, he might also be referring to like Rogers picking apart the Bills defense. Oh well, and I don't know that I really want to care about that because again, I can I score because they can pick my defense apart all they want if I can score then I think Allen gives the Bills a better chance than Rodgers gives the Jets a chance. We'll see. I don't, I'm don't. i not well, that confident they're going to agree with that. Who's got a better defense next year, the Jets or the Bills? The Jets. How much better? Maybe, I mean, what it could be the difference between number one and number 11. That's probably right. We'll, we'll talk about this probably you know tomorrow and through the week. No Poyer, no Edmonds, if he does leave. Yep. Frazier gone. Trey White, is he is he hundred percent this year? It's it's a question it's a question. If he's not back to one hundred percent. Von Miller too. Von's gonna be out until Thanksgiving. Ooh, it, I don't know about that. Okay, well if he's on the Trey White timeline, it's Thanksgiving. He, I I bet you he's not though. Okay. Just he be, he's be, the dude's because, a freak. Just because he's optimistic, he he's got you believing. No, maybe I mean <laughs> the Instagram poke photos he's posting with him working out like he's not even in a knee brace yeah and the guy was talking about wanting to come back for the AFC championship plus when he came back from an ACL in Denver he did it by the start of the year so I might want to guess that Vaughn is back early but my question would be is he 100% when he comes back it all kind of adds up to you know teams catching up if the is the AFC East catching up to the Bills maybe I mean, they well, won the, 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 the Jets would be. They won the division easily last year, but by the time it was over. But that's because Miami went on a cold streak, and they only won it two years ago because the, the Patriots lost in Indianapolis. They lost to the Colts. Mac Jones threw a couple of picks. If they don't lose that game, the Bills. I don't think the Bills win the division. They needed New England to fall back, and they didn't. Did. Was it? Wasn't it though? Either or. They either needed New England to lose one, or they needed to win out. And didn't they win out? Hmm. Okay. You I'd, have, right. I'd have to go back and check. I'll pull up the but I do remember watching that Colts Patriots. No, the Bills. The Bills it. finished one game ahead of the Patriots, and then it would have come down to tiebreakers. It would have gone to AFC record, and that might have gone to the Patriots. Okay. 
That's water under the bridge a couple years ago. Jordan Addison. The bad combine, Sal texted me. He remembers this too. It's worth pointing out. Don't be afraid of the bad combine. Mm-hmm. Your team might want the bad combine. That might help. More of your calls. Extra point show on the way as well after Extendo here on WGR. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. Be caller 5 at 221-4WGR to win a four-pair of tickets to one-day admission to Western New York's premier garden and landscape show, Plantasia 2023. It's coming March 16th, week from today, through the 19th, to the Fairgrounds Event Center, Hamburg. Explore the gardens and landscape of over 100 different vendors offering plants, seeds, bulbs, garden decor, outdoor furniture, and more. Check out more info online at PlantasiaNewYork.com. Did you learn today that Carson Wentz was ranked the number three player on the NFL's top 100 in 2017? I did. Mind-blowing. That did happen. He was ranked by the players who vote on the best players in the league. He was ranked number three. The Bills are not going to sign him as a backup, right? It's going to be Sam. Sam Darnold has been, the what, the rumored favorite forever? Yep. There seems to be a lot of smoke out there that Wentz will not be a backup anywhere. He'll just that be he's out of just league. not geared for it, and he'll be out of the league. The and maybe St. Goes, Louis Battlehawks are calling. Yes, the XFL. I mean, he's got there is smoke about him about like locker room stuff in Philly, and well, then it was an ugly breakup in Indy. Like the guys had some weird run-ins. He could go the AJ McCarron route, which is I've made a lot of money. Why don't I just go ahead and go to the XFL and play for the love of the game? Yep. There's a lot of that about McCarron that you know he's in the XFL. He could have been a backup. Took a pay cut to be in the XFL. Because he wants to play. Yeah. Which... He said he wanted this, his kids to see him play. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... I think that's pretty cool. You do, of course, the career earnings will help in that. Do you know how much money A.J. McCarron's made in his career? A.J. McCarron has made $25 million. Only 15 Okay. Not that much. $15 million. Do you want to guess how much money Carson Wentz has made in his career? $89 million. Eighty-nine million is your guess? Yeah. Career earnings for Carson Wentz come to one hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. And people get mad about the Daniel Jones contract. <laughs> you know, like one hundred and twenty-eight. And it's worth pointing out. Oh, you give it out that deal, you're going to be screwed for ten years. How are the Eagles? Are they are they screwed for ten years? He's drafted a second round guy and got good immediately. Are the Giants going to do that? They could. This year? They could if somebody falls. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. We'll talk about it tomorrow, among other things. The Jets are optimistic they're going to get Rodgers. Will it happen in the next 24 hours? You can't bet on Rodgers to do anything in that amount of time. Anything. No, I agree with that. I mean, it's funny. Like, will this deal get done, or will he still retire? I can't believe we're still doing that part of it, but Uh we are. All right, the uh, Extra Point Show awaits Sabres and Stars, 7 o'clock from the Key Bank Center on the way as well. So uh, yeah, go Sabres. Get back in this thing. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.